0: Hey there, body nerd. As much as I love creating new episodes of the show, I'm taking a short break this summer for an epic road trip with my dad up the West Coast of the United States and spending some precious time with my family. But don't worry, I wouldn't leave you hanging without your regular dose of nerdiness. During my hiatus, I've handpicked some of the best and most popular episodes from the archives. And the info in here is gold. And honestly, they deserve a special encore. So grab your headphones, buckle up, join me on this summer rewind as we revisit the gems that make the body nerd show what it is. I promise you'll be entertained, enlightened, and ready to nerd out when I return in September with brand new episodes. So until then, make sure you're following me on Instagram and TikTok. I'll be posting my road trip adventures there. I'm sending you loads of love and gratitude and enjoy today's episode. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 162 of the Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking about the science of cellulite, including what it is, the latest research, and what your fascial health has to do with the appearance of cellulite. We are all uniquely familiar with the ways that popular culture, media, fashion, advertising, the fitness industry, all makes us want to feel like just absolute garbage when it comes to our bodies. And cellulite is no difference. And I wanted to do today's episode because it kept coming up in my comments about different tools or ways to address fascia, but specifically cellulite. And like, what should I do? Can you massage for it? And we can't be body nerds without actually digging into what's going on. So the issue of cellulite is totally made up. Full stop, period. Like, we're just going to go there. (laughs) Because it isn't an issue to be solved. It's fascia. It's totally a normal layer of tissue in your body. And it wasn't even until April of 1968 in an issue of Vogue that the term cellulite actually appeared in print. The global cellulite treatment market size was estimated at over $1.35 with a B, U.S. dollars in 2019. So why is everyone so worried about cellulite, right? It's probably all the same reasons we're worried about nails and what our hair looks like and what our teeth look like and what our skin looks like and what our body looks like and everything else. And for as much money is spent on the treatment of cellulite, the literature, including peer-reviewed research, is a little bit wild to wade through and really, really, really lacking. There's more information on treatment than there is on what cellulite actually is. And before we even dive into today's episode, don't forget that body size and a larger body was once considered a sign of prosperity and my, oh my, how the times have changed. So let's talk about it because when we understand what's actually going on, the anatomy behind it, it's a little bit easier. At least I find it easier to have compassion when you get the science. So cellulite is fascia well let's talk about what fascia is the word fascia is latin for band or bundle it's a connective tissue that connects the muscles tendons bones and ligaments in your body to one another think of it as your body's internal scaffolding system or like the biological fabric that literally holds you together and creates the framework for your blood vessels nerves and tissues So they pass through it, they're surrounded by fascia, and it keeps everything in place from your sciatic nerve to your spinal cord. You have fascia on your spinal cord, on your bones, your ligaments are made up of fascia, your muscles are wrapped in fascia, your entire body is wrapped in fascia. It's your literal birthday suit. That binds your body together in position, covering you from head to toe, inside to outside. And it's responsible for creating the shape and support to your body. So without fascia, I just always imagine that your skin would just be like piled down by your feet. Just real gross. I'm sorry. But thank goodness for fascia that it allows you to look the way that you look and be you and who you are fascia also can be super strong. It can be elastic. It can change. It can adapt. It can repair. It is one of the most fascinating tissues in the human body as far as I'm interested. And there are currently four types of fascia. Visceral, which is what's around your organs, helping to hold your organs in place. Uh, You also have deep fascia. This is really thick and fibrous. Uh, It's found around and between muscles. It has collagen that's super organized, which gives it strength. So think of your IT band, your plantar fascia. These are deep fascia. Then we also have a type of fascia called loose, which is more of a filmy kind of transitional fascia found between layers that allows for slide and glide to happen. So if you grab a hold of the skin on your forearm and try to slide it up and down, that motion and that stopping point of that motion is because of your loose fascia. And then we have superficial fascia, and that is what we'll be talking about today. This is a layer of connective tissue directly beneath your skin. And the way your skin is connected to your superficial fascial layer is so incredibly strong. It is not impossible, but definitely takes a ton of work to get the two to be separated. When I was in the anatomy lab, we spent a whole day just removing skin. And this connection point is so strong that our scalpels would be dulled by the effort of it. We'd have to replace the blades frequently far more frequently than once you're deeper into the body. So it's a very strong connection. The superficial fascia is filled with adipose. So that's fat cells, nerves, blood vessels, and lymph. And so the superficial, meaning just under the skin, the fascia is that matrix, right? That web. And within that web is... All of the things that I mentioned. So, again, these adipose cells, these are your subcutaneous fat layer that serves a purpose to insulate and cushion. It allows your body to have the shape that it has. And it's also highly, highly, highly structured. It's flexible, it's pliable, but it's also very strong. So my anatomy mentor had a video from the lab where they cut a sheet of abdominal fascia, superficial fascia. So it would be the fatty layer from the front of the abdomen into like a square. And then they connected 52 pounds of weight to the bottom and then picked up the weight. So picked up the weight by way of holding onto the sheet. And you could see the way the weight and the force was just transferred over the fabric, but it held it. So it's so, so, so super, super strong. And this is what we know as cellulite. And I hope you can also hear in my voice as I'm describing that video, which I can totally see of picking up that 52 pounds from the body. Just your body is so freaking cool. It's so super cool. And how you feel about one layer compared to the other layer. And I say this as, you know, this is stuff that I work on too. So, don't think that I'm coming to you because, like, I have it all figured out. It's not that at all. It isn't. But when we, again, can understand how the science, the function, the purpose of something, then maybe you can feel for your superficial fascia what you feel about your elbows, <laughs> which hopefully is kind of like whatever an elbow's an elbow. And the cellulite is when there is a distinct texture or pattern directly underneath the skin. And this is due to the tension relationship between the fascia and the adipose in this layer. Now, If you want to learn more about fascia episode 17 and 100 of The Body Nerd Show, I go way more into it. But this subcutaneous fat, this is a part of your body. It's 100% normal. 100% normal. Cellulite is present in 80 to 90% of people assigned female at birth. And while only 10% of those assigned male at birth have it, 80 to 90%. Okay, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of people. And there's not a lot of research on why cellulite happens, which would be like researching why we have skin or an IT band. It's just like you have it. It is a thing. And fascial research is newer in the grand scheme of things. But the research that does exist refers to it as an aesthetic condition. And so it's pretty meh. And focusing just really on treatments. And when it comes to the appearance of skin and beauty as an industry, there's no better body nerd to ask than my friend and expert esthetician, Sybil Solon. So I'm going to bring Sybil on and she's going to talk to us about cellulite and what you can do about it. All right. So when it comes to talking about skin and the body and cellulite, there is no body nerd who knows more than you, Miss Sybil Solon, who is an esthetician and my dear friend. We nerd out on all things all the time. And whenever I see anything skin related, I send it to her and I'm like, is this nonsense or not? So Sybil, we've already talked a little bit about like the anatomy of cellulite and how it's superficial fascia, but can you tell us a little bit more about, I'm thinking like, you know, treatments, cause I feel like people always want to go like super aggressive, like with like a fascia blaster or like this scraping thing. And like, what does that do long-term to the fascia and the skin and all of that? Well, to so the fascia is incredibly destructive. So it
1: starts to, essentially it damages it, creates inflammation, which inflammation is the number one form of aging across the body, period. So I'm going to repeat that again because it's important to understand that inflammation is the number one form of aging across the body, not just in that one point, but it actually sends out a cascade of chemicals throughout the yeah. entire body that creates an aging effect, throughout every part of your body. Yeah, it's circulating. It's not just stuck right there. Yeah, So any kind of inflammation, and if you're doing a lot of damage in that area, you're creating all this inflammation, you're creating all this chemical compounds that are making all this damage. So we don't want that. For the top of the skin, you're creating all this striation and bruising and damage, and you're actually breaking up the collagen fibers, which they need a structure that holds them. And you're tearing that apart, which that doesn't sound good because it isn't tearing Mm. collagen fibers ain't a good situation
0: yeah Yeah. isn't collagen like super strong though like if we were going after it I mean it would tell me more
1: (laughs) So collagen fibers are strong but at the same time they're very flexible right they're flexible Mm. they're mobile but when you start tearing them apart you're still tearing them down and they can build themselves back up but imagine that you are every day you're tearing something down and you're tearing something down and you're tearing something down at some point your body goes well I guess this is the new reality. And they want this to happen. And the body is smart and it creates pathways. And it's like, this is what we're doing now. So why would I keep building something up that you're tearing down? Cool. I'll just stop. Mm -hmm. And then it creates less of it.
0: And you just get floppier, flabbier, saggier skin. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips your lower back your feet your neck and your shoulders plus it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off and again you don't have to think about what to do you just get it done and with all of those resources you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. I know because you think of some of the like skincare treatments. I'm sure you've seen all kinds of <laughs> wild yeah. things out there of just like, you know, vampire this and like, let me just like blast with, you with that and do all kinds of crazy yeah, crap. Yeah. Acids to the skin and things like that. Yeah. And so understanding too, yeah, exactly what you're saying that over time, right, your body's gonna be like, Okay, I guess this is what we're doing now. And there's almost like that is aging, we don't have an endless Mm -hmm. infinitude number of like recycles that are going to happen. At some point, things just become what
1: they are. we think about like this. So Alex, why do you work out a muscle? Why do you do it to
0: maintain its strength, right? And if you do the same thing over and over again, what happens to the muscle? Well, if you do the same thing all the time, it gets bored, and then it stops being as effective. That's true. Well, and it, it doesn't also, really get bored. It's like that's the very simplest. <laughs> right, right.
1: But also it learns as well. It learns yeah. okay, this is it learns something. It's like, okay, well this is something that we do. Right, right, right. 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 This is something we and do. Then it becomes easier. That's correct. So, the skin, the reason why that happens is it goes, okay, well, I don't need to fight this anymore. Right, because this is going to keep happening. The skin does the same thing. It goes, I don't need to fight this, so I'm just going to stop building up those collagen fibers. I don't need to fight this anymore. Mm. And so it stops what it's supposed to be doing because why create something when it doesn't have to?
0: Mm-hmm. bodies are smart. So smart. So is this why, you know, you may see a change, right? If that little bit of inflammation is setting in, that may change the appearance of the skin, but over time it yeah. gets worse. Is that what's happening?
1: underneath? That is exactly right. So what happens with inflammation, right? And this is any inflammation is you get this puffing effect, right? You get mm-hmm. this lovely puff up. So if you sprain an ankle, you get up Yeah, it swells. Mm-hmm. It swells. Ooh, we get swole. Hmm. Ooh, so swole. Not the right swole. <laughs> but we do, we get swole. So you're 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 going ahead and you're doing the business and you're you're breaking that fiber down and whatever, and you get swole, you get more fluid in there and it gets poofy, and everything looks nicer. And then over time it stops being as effective and it gets less. But you're like, oh, I should just do it more. because- That's how it works. And this is actually how we sell skincare a lot in my industry, sadly. It's like, oh, it looked really good for a little while and then it stopped looking good. So I must just have to do it more or harder.
0: Mm, Harder is not better. Better is
1: better. But that's not how we sell things in my industry, apparently, (laughs) (laughs) which is why I'm a holistic esthetician and not a regular one.
0: (laughs) Okay. So speaking of which, you know, if someone still, let's say, you know, it is a self-confidence issue and they are, you know, super concerned about cellulite and the appearance of their fascia in that way. Are there any treatments that do actually work? Because I know a lot of the research has found that like nothing is really successful yeah, long-term. Yeah, so there,
1: straight up, there is nothing that works long-term forever that like once you stop, you're, it's it's gone for life. Because once you have, like your cellulite is your cellulite. You, you have it, I always imagine it's like an egg structure, like a, you know, has like little eggs. You have it They're in there. Like the egg carton thing. Yeah, the mm-hmm. little egg carton structure that's in there. And it's yours. You got it. But what you can do is you can start to smooth it out. You can get rid of the fluid and kind of the extra stuff that's in there and break up, like smooth the fascia a little bit. And there is a couple products that are out there that work really well. My favorite that I used was a circadia has a soothing, softening gel that's made for cellulite. They have a ton of research on the compounds that are in it scientifically lots of research was done on it it does also really like to be massaged into the body because once again massage works the best Mm -hmm. why does massage work the best because it's breaking up the kind of fluid and it's softening Mm -hmm. up the fascia right it's all the movement Mm -hmm. is it hard movement no (laughs) it's that softer fascial movement so like the balls that you sell alex are absolutely fantastic for helping all that out
0: Yeah, rehydrating dehydrated tissue. Yeah, it's
1: fantastic for that. And it's consistency, just consistency, consistency.
0: Right, yeah. There's no one magic pill and you're like, done. This is just like life choices that are made moving forward. That is
1: correct. But at some point, you just kind of look at your cellulite and say, I've got some cellulite.
0: So does almost everybody else, supermodels cheerleaders have cellulite it's a big problem yeah i mean literally like 90 percent of people have, i mean it's just like yeah. it's fascia that's the other thing it's just like this is the body and how it is and so we've like demonized as part of our body that's a completely normal so like no yeah it's just like, like i hate my hair
1: i wish i didn't have a hair in my head and the day that we stop liking hair on the head we'll be like oh she get rid of that yeah and
0: we're all me bald oh no <laughs> Anything else about fashion, skincare and like cellulite that we should know as we step out into the world and see all of the advertisements of nonsense? I think that the only thing that
1: I would walk away with is that... If you are really concerned about cellulite, understand that when you work out, you are becoming more prone to get cellulite. So if you're like, I'm trying to work out to get rid of my cellulite, understand that working out by nature, because you are separating kind of the fascia and the skin structure from your muscle structure, you might find that you get even more cellulite. Don't freak out. It just happens. Working out by nature is a good thing. So just keep doing you and it's okay. And so don't freak out about it. It's fine. Again, 90% of people, it's no. But yeah, my clients will come in and be like, I started working out and I've worked out more than ever. And the cellulite's only getting worse. I'm like, yeah, I (laughs) know. Me too. Drink some water. Love your body.
0: it it was that simple.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Don't listen to the crazy stuff that you see on on TikTok and other socials. It's not going to work. Please
0: stop scraping and blasting your (sighs) fascia."
1: please don't do any of those and things. Thank you.
0: Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Where can people learn more about you and all the awesome skincare education that you share? You can find me at C Solon, that's C cat, S and Sam, O-L-Y-N.com, And I'm on TikTok at Skin Fitness Expert. Awesome. And I will link to all of that into the show notes, including that treatment that you mentioned. Thanks so much for being with us today. All right. Thanks everyone. So ultimately, the question we're really asking is like treatment, right? What do I do for this? And I want to ask a better question is, do you really need to treat something that is just a normal part of your body? And to be honest, I can't answer that. That is completely up to you. Sybil shared a treatment that I'll link to in the show notes, but know as well that current available treatments are pretty temporary or like Sybil mentioned, it's something you have to do ongoing. And I'm not here to shame plastic surgery at all. If you want to, go right ahead. In all honesty, I find plastic surgery to be fascinating. And one of my favorite YouTube channels is this woman named Lori Hill who talks about plastic surgery. If that's the route you want to take, that's important that you do that and you do you. But again, my hope is that understanding how the body functions and why things are the way that they are can allow you to be at peace or at least more at peace with your body and more accepting. Even when the media is going to bombard you with all the reasons you shouldn't because they're definitely not going to stop. And now that we understand that it's a totally normal part of your body, how can you be nice to your fascia? How can you take care of your fascia and all fascias, including superficial fascia or what we know as cellulite? And that is massage with soft tools. All of the treatments that looked at cellulite treatments also involved massage. And that is an important piece of the picture to improve the overall tension and hydration of these tissues in question. It also feels awesome and can be a part of your full body maintenance program. But will massage necessarily help with cellulite? Maybe, but it's also going to help you move better. It's going to help you feel better, which can build your confidence to get back to doing what you want to do, which to me, honestly, is just as if not more important. And of course, if you want some tools for a full body mobility program, the Mobility Master Toolkit has you covered. But otherwise, I hope that today's episode gave you some ideas and just, again, a different way to think about your body so that we're not constantly at war with how our body looks and trying to change the way things are. Because collectively, if we can move towards being more accepting of the bodies that we have as they are, then I think overall... I'm envisioning, picturing, dreaming, hoping for a world where there's less talk about what our bodies look like and more interesting conversations about things that people are doing and research that's happening and cool things you can do and smart people and the talents and habits and hacks and like all of that. I would much rather talk about that. But again, this exists, right? And the media is going to keep forcing it down your throat. So maybe now you can be like, oh, thanks but I like my superficial fascia just the way it is. (laughs) So I would love to hear from you your biggest takeaway from today's episode and just what your thoughts are on this. Hit me up. You can find me on Instagram at HollaFermala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. You can leave me a voicemail at the Body Nerd Hotline. That number is 818-396-6501. You can send me an email to hello at aewellness.com. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and everything we talked about today is living and existing over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and review and share. And I will keep saying this for another 162 episodes. You know the drill, but I'm going to keep reminding you because I'm your friend and that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so here's to asking better questions, moving more, loving your fascia, and getting nerdy and thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.